What's up, guys? It's your host, Peter Kim. I'm, you know what? I'm very embarrassed because we had this cool-ass episode. Unji and I were fucking drunk, having a great time, talking some shit. I mean, we haven't done this in a while. And we tried to do something new, you know? We're working on a new project, and we're futzing around with the, with the focus right, you know, with the inputs and the outputs and the jacks and the holes. And, you know, we just fucked up. We <laughs> it happens. We're old. We're getting older. These things are too small. These buttons for my fat, chubby hands. It's just uh, there's a lot going on. So needless to say, we fucked up the technical part. Um, so in, we just can't salvage it. It just sounds too bad. And we never want to put you through that. So what we're going to do is we're going to re-release one of our favorite episodes from three years ago. This uh, or- original episode it's episode 30, and it debuted August 30th, 2017, when, oh my God, the world was just a little simpler. And uh, me and Unji are in the studios in Chicago. It was when I was still living in Chicago. We're in the same studio. We sound beautiful. And um, I was listening through to some of our old stuff to, in a panic to figure out which ones to release to you guys. And this one um, just really cracked my ass up. We talk about Koreans kissing. Uh, we talk shit about Michael Jackson in a probably a problematic way. Uh, please don't cancel us. This was three years ago. I just, I was stupid. I but we were having fun, and this was, it's really funny. Uh, we talk about some global politics as we usually do, and you know, not much has changed. But anyway, um, have a wonderful Friday. Thank you so much for listening, and we love you, love you, love you. Stay safe and enjoy the show. Like every time I ask someone, like, oh, what, oh, what, like, how do you feel about moving, or like, what's, what, you know, what's your next step? Yeah, and they're all like, oh, I like, I'm really looking forward to it. Like, this is, it, it feels right. This is the next chapter. Like you, you know. I feel so good. Yeah, about to leave. And like, I cannot imagine. This is our last. Oh my god, hold my head. This is our last show together. No, it's not. Oh no, it's not. <laughs> the fuck am I thinking? I just hit his hand. I was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought because I'm going to LA next week and we're going to, Unji and I are trying out our Skype local slash yeah. remote recording process. Apparently, Ajma it works. will persist. Yes, it will persist. <laughs> That's how we're going to keep up. We're going to do West Coast, Korea, uh, Koreatown um, updates, and then we'll, you'll do the Chicago. Yeah. Oh. Chicago, like. So I feel you know. good. I feel good about going. Yeah, I I cannot just like imagine uprooting myself and moving. Like that is a fear that I have. You've never done it. No. Oh yeah, that's right. You. I've never left. Wow. And it's like, where would you want to go? Right now, if if somebody said, "We'll give you five hundred thousand dollars to relocate anywhere," New York. in the world, in the world, in the world, New York. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. I mean, I get it. I would, I would go to New York. I mean, LA had no allure for me. I don't like your that heart's sort of... in New York. That's not the first time I've heard you say that. Yeah, I've heard you say New York a lot. New York, New York, New York, New York, New York, New York. New York. Um, but I was just thinking about like how our parents came here, and it's like it's like yeah, no, that's so gross. Peter is opening up a beer can with his tooth. Oh, yo, <laughs> yeah, gross. Oh, it doesn't hurt. I know it looks bad, but it doesn't hurt. No, it's it my hurts little party. <laughs> it's a party <laughs> trick I've done since I was like thirteen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, since I, my I first see, I see you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> my cooler. <laughs> yeah, I see you. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I can't imagine that. Like, even, like even with the people who didn't leave, uh, like people who have to start over with, like the situation in Houston. Like our parents oh, as immigrants, Hurricane like Harvey. Yeah, I can't. I can't even. The, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, That's my own sort of thing. I think people in Harvey are saying, uh, "Not Harvey." People in Houston are saying that they want to start over, but they want to stay in Houston because right. they love it so much. And I understand that. Like leaving your hometown is so hard because everything home. you know, yeah. everything you know is here. And if you leave, then you have to like what start all over. That's actually why I love leaving. Yeah, I've done this couple of times now. I yeah. did from New York. Well, I guess college doesn't work. It does. It college, does matter. College does matter? Yeah. Okay, so I I did it from New York to college. Mm-hmm. Then college back to New York. Yeah. 
and New York to San Francisco, uh-huh. then San Francisco to Chicago. And Chicago to LA. Yeah, so it would be my fifth move. Yeah, that's did, a lot. That's a lot. I mean, did you that's move a lot. a lot as a kid? No, I never moved. I think that's why I wanted to. I never went anywhere. I never went to Disney World. Yeah. My, we never went to Korea, as yeah. you know. My parents never had money. Yeah. So anytime I want, the only place we went to was Atlantic City, the boardwalk. <laughs> yeah. So that my family. <laughs> we could. went to House on the Rock. Oh, I've never been there. It's really I hear cool. It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's one thing that I've, I'm, been there five times. I've missed and. Oh, lucky. It's the only place I've ever I hear the theme changes and stuff too, like yeah. during the holidays. It's cool. it's really cool. Tell our listeners what House on the Rock House is. House on the Rock for, is this like magical place that an eccentric man and an architect built in a rock in Wisconsin. Oh and God. it's enormous. And he was a virgin. And it's very clear from all <laughs> of the dolls. Who, the architect or the millionaire? The, the, yeah, the, mil- the man who built this House on the Rock. Oh, my God. Like he, he was deeply troubled. But like in a way that um, – it like manifested itself in like sort of a very deep sense of like almost disturbing whim- whimsy. Mm. Like, you know, shit is whimsical, but like <laughs> it's this shit is whimsical. Like it's an intense type yeah. of experience. Mm. Okay. Intense like what? Uh, like magical realism type stuff? No, like a carnival. Oh. Like if you went to a carnival on acid, that's what this is. Okay. That sounds right up my alley. Yeah. It's like, it, it is like garish and like intense. I love that stuff. Yeah. I love grotesque. Mm-hmm. I love gothic. Yes. It, I mean, there are certainly aspects Romantic. of that. All, yeah. Yeah. And like, um, they're like, they're, it's the world's largest indoor carousel is there. Oh my gosh. And so, I mean, there's a lot of worlds. That is very creepy. Yeah. Like, what's that doing in there? And he has a huge, enormous doll collection. There's a oh, fun house I knew inside. It. I mean, there's just, and there's. Does he have live animals? No. Oh, okay. Everything is animatronic. And so it's It was like, kind of giving me like Michael Jackson's Never Never Land. A there bit. is a part of that, like the sort of suspended world in which mm-hmm. like things are always this perfection. Right. Maybe his inner child died at that age. Something. Yeah. Something that was like the that. whole like Michael Jackson thing, right? That yeah. he kind of like lost his childhood. Yes. And never got to grow up or never got to experience it. Yeah. And something else. Such a tragedy. I was talking about him and Whitney. I, there's this new. I think Michael Jackson was a virgin. No, you don't think so. Lisa Marie talks about it. Come on, you think that's real? Mm-hmm. They really fucked. Yes. Oh, I thought that was a whole. Like, he PR had children. Lie. I know, but come on, you don't think it was like test tube? I think he's fucked. I think Michael Jackson is fucked. Ima- well, he dances he did so fuck. well. Yeah, he's such a good dancer. How could you not be fucking? Yeah, he's for sure fucked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't want to think I don't about know, it. Like, maybe Michael like, Jackson to me is like just a beautiful, magical, like lightning in a bottle. I I, I bet. I don't he, think of him as sexual. He's fucked like 12 times. He fucked yeah, like, like 12 times. Less than 20. Yeah. Mm-hmm. More than 10. Ugh, that bothers me. Once a year he fucked. <laughs> For 12 years. <laughs> December 24th. <laughs> Nineteen ninety nine. Lisa Marie came by. <laughs> she got into that position that I don't like. <laughs> I I was traditions, traditions, <laughs> so Bubbles was watching. <laughs> Macaulay, get out. Um that's too much. That's dumb. But I was um talking about this. You know, there's a new showtime documentary coming out about Whitney. Is there? Mm-hmm. I don't have Showtime, damn it. I don't either. But I I even, that's why I've been reading all the all these like think pieces about it because I I, I'm not going to get. Wait, that's not the one. Hold on. Documentary? Yes. Oh, okay. Documentary. Because I did hear about this Whitney Houston like re – what do they call those? Biopic. Biopic type yeah. thing. And Vivica A. Fox <gasps> was playing – Whitney? Not Whitney, but her friend. I forget who. Oh, Robin. Maybe. Robin. Yeah. So this documentary discusses her relationship with Robin. Robin Givens? Yeah, not Robin Givens. Who is a Robin Her name who? is like Robin Nowak or something like that. Oh, okay. And she was an openly— Who's Robin Givens? She is Mike Tyson's— Oh, ex-wife. Yes. That's right, that's right. Um, who was also in Head of the Class. Okay. Head of the Class, I'm going to look that up right now. Yeah, that is a very—you uh, know what? It's an okay uh, sitcom that was popular in the late 80s, I guess, maybe early 80s. Oh, it kind of looks familiar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like a, a great English teacher. And Robin these, like, Givens, things. whatever happened to her? 
I think she's. What is she doing? She's doing fine. She like married another like rich person. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good. Hopefully not yeah. a boxer. She's no. She's fine. Imagine she married like an MMA guy. Like, <gasps> oh my god! Pattern. Don't, oh, oh. Yeah. That's. I don't want to. Wait. Oh yeah. Did you hear about this fight? Everyone was talking about this fight. This Conor McGuire versus ah uh, the Floyd Irishman, Mayweather. the Irishman, Irishman MMA, and the and Floyd Mayweather, the wife beater. Yes. Yes. And Floyd May- Mayweather won, obviously, because yes. he's a boxer. <laughs> that was really silly. That's like someone. I mean, if you could get fucked up like that and make millions of dollars, I would do that. No, I don't know. Actually, millions? Yes, I would. What am I talking about? I yeah, get- I mean, and also that guy like was pretty like unprecedented in his like MMA career. And he had boxed. I mean, again, this is like what the world we live in now. It's like where Marvel and DC, you know, like Marvel puts out another like uh, Spider-Man where like it's another alternate parallel universe. Did you see it, Tom Holland's? No, I didn't. Why do I need to see it? Oh, it's pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) But that's what I mean. It's like this like same thing. Like it's a good fight. Like whatever. Interesting. Like why not? Let's make millions of dollars. Let's pump it up. I mean. nothing to do with the art and science of, you know, pugilism. No, I mean, come on. The fine, We're talking about the superhero si- characters. Yeah, the sweet science this is of boxing. cotton candy. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, but boxing also, it's like this sort of world where everything <laughs> is marketing and publicity and hype. Don King did that. Yeah, it's but not like, like a delicate dance that it's supposed to be. I do like, um, I like the language. There's this like old NPR guy that talks about boxing in that way. Like a sweet science and like a man oh. like dancing around like in like uh, the more pri- like indulging the more primal parts of himself, you know, oh. and like at the same time applying sort of like a scientific. An animal within. Yes. But at the same time still there's a science to it, right? Right. Um, Technique. Yes. Yeah. And like the training. It's like American martial arts. Yes. So Is there like an American beauty. martial arts? Dancing. <laughs> oh, wait, no, hip hop dancing. Crumping. Yeah. <laughs> American uh, taekwondo, like karate. No, I don't think. I think everything is outside of America. Boxing. Boxing, boxing is, has to be it. Yeah, I guess And boxing so limited, too. It's like so puritanical. Yeah, no kicking. That's so crazy. That's like the I'm most not obvious using thing. Legs. That's all I would do in yeah. a fight is use my legs and bite. And bite. Yes, go for the nuts. I'm a biter. Yeah. I, I wish I could like headbutt someone like people do in the movies. Mm. Like when they take you and go, and like use your skull to crush someone's nose. I know. I don't think I could. Yeah, me My neither. head's too sensitive. I'm just, I'm too scared. I'm too scared yeah. too. I won. Did I tell you about that time that I got my head bashed in from giving someone a dirty look? Oh yeah. The, in the bathroom. <laughs> oh, in the yeah, bathroom. Yeah. In the pool. In the behind I, of the uh, pool hall. Pool hall. Pool hall, yeah. I did tell you. Oh, did yeah. I say this on the podcast? Yes. I forgot. I'm sorry. I smoke <laughs> a lot of weed. I'm sorry about that. Today? No. Today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every day. Okay. One thing I wanted to talk about today before we get lost in our sauce yeah. is um, that Lee Jae-yong from um, South Korea, the uh-huh. Samsung Air, uh-huh. or the CEO, I guess, yeah. is now going – for trial, a most high-profile trial of South Korea. And I think this is really interesting because, you know, it's a sign of capitalism failing everywhere around us. Yeah. And uh, Lee Jae-yong is the highest-profile person, and he would face 12 years in prison. Wait, what is this, Lee Jae-yong? Lee Jae-yong is Samsung's chief who is tied up with Park geun the whole scandal oh. with Park geun so Pakuni is, I think her Pak, president pa, or ex-president Pak, yeah. who got ousted by the deposed. Cor- is that the de- word? Deposed by Korean civil uh, civil court, no. court, and yeah. like just people in the streets, yeah. demoing. Mm. You know, hundreds of demo. thousands. I love a good demo. Insane. I mean, why can't we get this together? We have so many more fucking people here. Nobody does hysteria and outrage like Korean people. <laughs> that's true. I'm, I'm, like, that's for real. Take like, a page out of Korean hysteria. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, when that mad cow disease shit oh hit my Korea. God. Oh, my God. People Look went, it up. People went nuts. Like, the harmonies and Ajumos in the fucking streets. Oh, harmonies will spread all the gossip, yeah. too. Yeah. And they were there. They were real. there crying, beating their chest. <laughs> you know what I mean? A 
about yeah. their about the beef. Uh-huh. Koreans love. Co- I mean, they treasure yeah, the beef. beef. Like it's not every day you could eat a, you could eat beef. Not any, now you can, and no. it's like you know in, yeah. in, indicative in like the obesity and like diabetes rates. But like uh, <laughs> <laughs> it used to not be that way. I mean, they're crazy for like yeah beef. Yeah. Anyways, Cor- go on. Korea, go on. What's, what's what's happening with EJ? EJ on standing trial now soon for bribery and corruption. And he basically, some of the things he did was, listen to this. He paid for Park Geun-hye's daughter to have equestrian classes overseas, millions of dollars, so that she would approve a merger. Wow. That uh, earned him $8 billion. You know what I'm saying? So there's the shit like that happening all over. And he's the third richest man in South Korea. He's a is a Jebor. Like, he's a Jebor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's one of the main Jebors of Korea. Yeah, and now he's being you know, and this is so high profile in the media and stuff because I think Korea, like us, yeah, are in a place where they're like, you know, we really need to bring someone down. And <laughs> we really need to like say enough is enough. Yeah. And I think that's what's going on in South Korea too. So I'm ver- it's very interesting. Apparently in mi- in early October, Pakun is um a verdict is coming out mm-hmm. for life imprisonment. Life? Life. That bitch is going to get life? You go to jail for life. That's crazy. For life. I mean, that's, com- I mean, complete treason. Is it tre- it's treason? Yeah. That's where she getting- it's treason? Not even corruption? She got charged for treason. <gasps> I mean, she th- she was selling secrets and like giving access to people like, what's her name? Chae Yeah. Her like weird. The, the witch doctor. The witch yeah. cult, cult uh, lesbian yeah. sis. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, their next, relationship I'm sorry, I'm is laughing. so weird. I'm sorry, I'm laughing. I mean, that's you're just imagining those two ajumas going at it, <laughs> just munching on each other's <laughs> rugs <laughs> on their foam mats. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so very interesting. It's in the news right now. It's look, hot. Look it up. And wow, Lee Jae Young, he looks like a criminal. He looks like almost like a lizard. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he looks like that's. He's very white, yeah. creamy skinned. Mm-hmm. That like, like, uh, coal, like, was it Napjako, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. high, bro, bro, uh, high the, bridge. I have a couple of friends that look like him. Yeah. And they're all like that. Yeah. And they're all shit. Corrupt? Yeah. <gasps> they're, uh, uh, I don't know about corrupt, but like corrupt in their marriage, you know, oh. stuff like that. Yeah. I'm not going to say who, but wow. I have two friends that look just like that. And they're both like weird with women and like. All about status and money and stuff like, like adulterers, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. philanderers. I guess they're not really my friends; they're just Koreans I know. <laughs> <laughs> I say my friend when you know. I say my friend Peter like the cab driver says my friend. Peter looked absolutely drunk with power when he threw his head back and went, "They're just Koreans I know." <laughs> <laughs> Oh my lord! But I mean, these the, he looks like fancy Koreans. You he's know? a fancy Korean. Yeah, like a, yeah, that. He's like, an inside guy. Like chumok mm-hmm. size, like argor, uh-huh. like the small yeah. face, the you know slender, slender small face. Yeah, thin deep, lips, thin lips, yeah. deep set eyes, big yeah. deep set eyes. He looks like the opposite of me. Look at my face. Just yeah, big brown. Uh, I have like dark hair. Yeah, you know, and my lips are plump. I look like if you and this man had a child. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, you know what he he kind of looks like is like this uh, Christina Sayo beauty. Yes, yes. Yes, Our friend Christina (laughs) Sayo. They're very like porcelain like. Yeah, beautiful. beautiful. We talk about. I. I. We are very like upset about how non porcelain like we are. We're very like. (laughs) We look rustic. Yeah, (laughs) is what it is. Like we're very rustic. We're rustic chic. We're farmhouse. <laughs> like if we we were uh, like a house, like interior design style, we would be rustic farmhouse. Yes, exactly. Yeah, retro, retro. fitted, <laughs> shit that people threw away, like, like paint cans, thick pieces of of like wood, brass, brass. Yeah, <laughs> wrought iron. <laughs> <laughs> we look like any trendy bar. <laughs> yeah, in it's in right, it is in right now. Clean lines suck. No one likes that. <laughs> I do. We you do. You really do. Clean lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not like I like a mid century mod aesthetic. Same. But I like it crowded. Same. With like I overgrown. Wanted, yes. I want it to be complicated. Yes, yes. I want like earth tones on top of mm-hmm. different textures of wood. Yeah. And I want like I want it to look like a hunting lodge. That's uh, yeah. my like 
that's like my home aesthetic. I want mine to be like it, mine is like my aesthetic is like Wes Anderson like interiors. Pastel. Pe- like pastel, but like those like seventies pastel, right? Yeah, like kind those, of like washed out. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And like those auburn, burnt sienna, like that deep orange. I really like that color. Oh, okay, and like yeah. that olive. Green. I'm really into olive, yeah. yeah. Olive and uh, maroon right now. But like yeah, that like Wes Anderson sort of like mid century modern aesthetic, mm. but like if you went through a very deep depression. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> like so, crowded and like dirty, yeah. <laughs> like too many plants and yep. like weird stuff everywhere. Like that's my aesthetic. yeah, like Grey Gardens meets Wes Anderson. Yes, okay. that was actually the vision board I took to my. Uh, <laughs> I swear to fucking God, Grey Gardens meets <laughs> Wes Anderson. Are you serious? That is literally what I took <laughs> my vision board that I took to uh, my wedding day of coordinator. I had that made a vision is board. So funny. <laughs> That's so crazy that I guessed that. <laughs> yes, it That's is really crazy. crazy. That is funny. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, so. Um, <clears throat> He's 49. This is like. He's 49. Yeah. All right, Damn. well, you know, I can't even say good luck because you're getting what you deserve, to be honest. You know, and this is kind of a time of reckoning for uh, unfettered f- capitalism. So come what may. Um, I mean, it's like the harbinger for some shit. Like this, like the president being deposed, like him, like this is a real change of this like uh, scorched earth shit. Like mm-hmm. we're going to start There's a There's a sea change yeah. happening. We'll see how it works out. We'll see we'll how it settles. See. We'll see. All right. Um, the other thing in the news I wanted to quickly mention was I was driving over here and listening to NPR and a Republican uh, congressman that um, <coughs> that represents the 40th district. Is that, is that it? 40th district down in... Um, West Houston and all that. I don't know. Five, six feet underwater, the entire city, Port um, Port Arthur. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like the- Corpus Christi, my, which like, is uh, like rich people. Yes. My, it, it, Corpus Christi, there's like also like regular people there though that like live along the coast. Yeah. Because they're, yeah. But it is mostly rich people, yeah. And apparently FEMA's saying 30,000 people are in shelters mm-hmm. or trailers right now. And of course, President Dumpy Dumpy Trump- did not even meet with any victims, and he got off the fucking plane saying, "Look at what what he look is at a what trash a crowd, person. A what tra- a crowd, trash human being." I mean, trash. He is a trash bag that is on fire. Why even go? Why even go? Just stay in Washington like, D.C. and be like, "I got to go to Mar-a-Lago one more time." Because because it was like a hot news story, and he oh, wanted to be in the mix. Want, of course, he has to be in the press. He's it's, a trash human travesty being. Travesty is so hot right now. I mean, so disgusting. And then all of that happens, and the congressman, the NPR um, reporter, asked him like, "So, how do you feel about like President Trump coming mm-hmm. and not me?" He was like, "Oh, well, President Trump's doing a great job." He's, you know, he, his response was so quick and we're all doing great. And, you know, like he's a real hero and blah, blah. And basically like unprompted almost just like sucking him off yeah. on air, you know. And then of, and then he – the reporter brilliantly pivots and says, well, you were in favor of the – of getting off – getting out of the Paris Agreement yeah. for climate change. And now you're representing the place that's devastated by Harvey right now with these un – Unprecedented rainfalls and stuff like that. Like, the whole city is underwater. Like, do you regret doing that? And he was like, absolutely not. Like, you're just trying to make this political. Why even bring climate change into this? Keep politics out of this. This is an emergency situation. We have to deal with this situation. And I was like, what the fuck are you even talking? Like, you're, (sighs) that's just straight up evil. Like, how could you not, how could you not, think that this is due to warming of waters and like the the, the climate completely the you know, temperatures rising like this is all stuff that our scientists have told us and you're saying like don't make science don't don't make science political how dare you the conservatives need to get get together the GOP needs to get the party together and figure some shit out like they're on the wrong side of fucking history they're going to look back and they're going to have another Strom Thurmond with racism today, racism tomorrow, and you know, whatever that – I don't know if it was Strom but it was some other dude. It's like, do you, do you genuinely, GOP, want to be on the wrong side of fucking history yet again? I think they do. I think they've, they've committed to it 
and they're just like, "Hey, we're gonna go down swinging." Polarity in a in a democracy should not be filled with voices. An entire party that stands for this, like that, it's just wrong. It's wrong. I mean, like I, it's straight up. It's just bad. wrong. Yeah. Uh, like the climate change thing. Um, very recently, like, uh, scientists were able to like the correlation is like it's like definitive and like it's recent and there and like. I, I just honestly cannot think that they're standing on a mountaintop seeing the it's rains shameful. coming and seeing the fires of hate on the other side and the rains coming from the other direction and see that they, at the end of this, come out unscathed. Uh, unscathed. <laughs> <laughs> like a lot Good of. Good luck. I mean, especially red states that are like Florida, Lu- New Orleans, Louisiana, fucking the coasts of all of Texas, obviously. Uh-huh. You know, right. like including Arizona, New Mexico, even the fucking tips of uh, of the like San Diego area of California, which is very red. Mm-hmm. Like those people, yeah. you you are San Diego's trash. Yes, it is. There's also a, a military base there, which also adds to that. Yes, trash. and that's like the home of like the Minutemen and shit. I'll tell you what, though, I did go. It's beautiful. One time. It's beautiful. Beautiful, gorgeous land. I did one time go on a bizco uh-huh. to, um, which is like a corporate improv thing. Um, oh yeah, through Second City. Through Second City, <laughs> and we were like put up in a hotel there, and I was so bored because I was, you know, with people that I didn't really like hang out with. Sure. Um, so I got on Grinder and met up with an army. Um, I don't know. I forgot what his rank was, but he was pretty high up. <gasps> I'm not going to say general because I know that's not right. General? <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Maybe like lieutenant corporal or something like that. I a, lieutenant, a, a lieutenant colonel? No. I don't know. Someone high. Did he, he, have, was, a bir- did he have a bird or did he have stripes? He came in his like workout. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he might have not even been part of the army, to be honest. Like he could have been just some schmo dad, some some old ass he didn't perverted come, stepdad. He didn't come for this casual sexual encounter. Dress. In his regalia, no, he did not show up to my holiday holiday in express in full colors and ribbons. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been fucked up, though. That was so long ago. It was a long, long time ago. But I remember that. I was like, okay, San Diego gets gay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. San Diego gets gay gay. <laughs> they do. Those, <laughs> those military folk, I'll tell you what, they make good porn. Was it a satisfying sexual encounter? Um, No. <laughs> they rarely are. And I'll tell you what. When I was on Grinder and like dating apps like that, uh-huh. dating apps, hookup apps, mm-hmm. I never had sex. Like, maybe out of all the times I hooked up, yeah, maybe twice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. One of them unsuccessfully. I made a face. <laughs> yeah, because sex is hard for, especially for game. I don't know. Like, I, I feel like I'm, I'm not really good at that because yeah. there's a lot of gay men out there who's like very fit and eat nothing and go around. And you know, like when you're having a sex through the anus, yeah, you you have to be very careful. Yeah, on like you know how you prepare and yeah. stuff like that. So like you can't just willy nilly have sex if you're like a garbage eater like me. Yeah, or like <laughs> who doesn't stay in shape. You know right. what I'm saying? So right. like. I it was a lot of just like making out, hooking up, like oral Mm -hmm. hand handies, handies, footies, footies, yeah, nosies, nosies. (laughs) (laughs) You know anything tight that I could try to fit the penis into that wasn't my butt. Yeah, ear hole. Yeah, yeah, armpits. Armpits. (laughs) I'm just like repeating everything (laughs) between the toes. Toes. Yeah, so it was rarely a good sexual experience. It was more like, oh, I need to get off. Yeah. Yeah. And like have like another like flesh. I really do think that's what most grinder is. It's never like two people. I, I wouldn't say never, but it's not like always where two men are getting together and having just mind-blowing anal sex. No. And then, you know, cuddling with champagne. You know, like it's never. Yeah. 
something that great. It's always like it's never like oh, satin let's... sheets and with you like all artfully draped over the privates. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whilst uh, smoking a self-rolled cigarette, yeah, sans filter. I mean, there is something about like just the company. Yeah, of, like you flesh. don't want to be lonely. Yeah, of, that's like, what a, it is. Another human being whose like entire purpose is there to like yeah be with you sexually. You've agreed to it. There's a like a, there's consent. Yeah, to a certain ex- extent, and then um, yeah. I mean, just to be held by someone. Yes. Absolutely. Or someone to just be like, uh huh. Like, just yeah. listen. Yeah. <laughs> That's mainly the reason why this works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. That's why I don't ever judge if people are like in their whole phase and they just need to like go no around. No judgment. Yeah. Yeah. Go do it. Who cares? Like, just as long as you're getting what you need out of it, which I did. I got what I need out of it, which mm-hmm. was just exploration of self. Yeah. And, boundaries and stuff like that and like you know etiquette (laughs) (laughs) but i mean truly like as long as you are getting like you're not cycling in and out of a feeling of emptiness because that is complete emptiness yes (laughs) that's all it was because it does feel that way the second they leave yeah you're done you're done it is it does feel like really um there was one guy who was a um kind of like a fuck buddy Okay. Younger guy. The really young guy who's very attractive. Yeah. Oh, I showed you. Yeah. A picture of him. Yeah. Yes. That's right. Um he, but looked, he looked like a I don't know, like an otter. He, yeah, he's very like little hairy cutie. Yeah. You know, being like like a, a human being that was like a cute otter personified. <laughs> Not like the gay term. Oh, oh I meant just like an actual beautiful he, his otter. His whiskers are really long. <laughs> his skin real slick. Um this <laughs> thing is like eyebrows, sad really, yeah, eyes, like yeah. friendly. Yeah, he was very friendly. Yeah, but very young. Yeah, and very stupid. And, but like, but also, you guys clicked sexually. That was all we did. Yeah, literally, like he would we, he would try to like talk about like his day or something, and I'd be like, I can't listen to this. <laughs> He'd be like, I just got kicked out of a bar because he wasn't twenty one yet. Yeah, and he was like, Oh, I got kicked out of a bar, and then we uh, try to go somewhere else, and blah blah. And I was like, Stop talking, please. And meanwhile, I'm thir- I had just turned 30. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, 10-year difference. <laughs> I was like, oh, just stop talking, please. Just hold me. Is there a, I mean, I remember hooking up with one dude that was like that. Like, very beautiful. Beautiful and young. Yeah, and like, yeah. but not like incredibly bright. I hope that everyone could be beautiful. That beautiful, young, dumb bitch for everyone. Yeah. You know, Somebody. just once. I was never. I got like too much of like a raspy voice, I think. <laughs> the minute you start talking like your know, phone is gone this bitch is world weary <laughs> she's read too much <laughs> she's seen too much of the world <laughs> the world has betrayed her but like I remember having a conversation with some dude and but the thing is the reason why it feels good is that like Someone who's that beautiful that he can be so dumb. It feels great to be sexually attracted, tra- like to be sexually attractive to that person like that. Oh yeah, because you don't think you deserve it. Yeah, yeah. Because like the val, like I talked about this with other um, uh, women that like did well in school or whatever, or, like mm-hmm. whose like value was very much derived from personality or like the intelligence. Like it, you really th- uh, crave to just be objectified. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> you I crave that. I wanted it so bad. Yeah, I just wanted to be someone's trophy boy yes. for a second. Yes, you know, I never got the chance. <laughs> I really <laughs> did it. <laughs> I was too old, uh, chubby, and jaded. Same. <laughs> Same. Same. <laughs> too chubby, too jaded. <laughs> that's exactly it. That is that. That's you have to write that one down. Uh, ch- <laughs> too chubby, too jaded. <laughs> too chubby, too jaded. The story of Peter Kim. <laughs> Truly, one out of six. Part one of six. Yikes. All right. With that sobering moment, we'll take a break and we'll be right back. I mean, come on. This is... (laughs) Every Korean drama ends the same way. 
Every single one. That was a clip from a very popular Korean drama. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, we're just like watching a couple of different things, seeing how Koreans kiss. And it's so <laughs> in media, not in real life. No. In real life, we kiss fine. But like, like <laughs> did I, they just like, like where you say, like they mash Ash- their mouth just together. No one's moving their mouth. It's no. almost the director was like, don't like it too much. <laughs> <laughs> the girls always like, Squeezing her eyes like mm, I shouldn't. They 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 kiss like how babies kiss. Like have you ever seen um like a one or two year old ki- kid yeah. like be like popo like or kiss you know and then they just like push push their, their mouths yeah. against you yeah. Or if you're like my son, it's open mouth always. <gasps> yeah, that's what Amar uh, Eric's nephew does all the time. It's I'd be like, open you give me a kiss, and he like eats my mouth. <laughs> It's always open mouth. <laughs> Whatever. Well, you know, don't, no judgment. <laughs> no judgment. He's just ahead of his time. He's just trying to get some. But it's like, it's that's every single Korean K drama is like that. Exactly like that. It's the same formula. Mm-hmm. Even if it's Guy like a meets sexual, girl. Yeah. Guy's rich, girl's not. Yeah. Guy's mom says, You no wretched way. whore. You no way. Get out of here. Like, our chaebor yeah. needs to, like, you need to marry this. Uh, more exotic, like just as beautiful, but like less spunky. <clears throat> less spunky and kind of a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, no, that's just my friend. I like, I love this woman. Yeah. And then she throws a packet of money at the poor girl and says, get the hell out of our... Sp-. And the poor girl doesn't take it, no. but but still gets out of his life. Yeah, it's like, I'll get it out of it. And I they knew have a I'd fight. never had a chance. And they have a fight. The mm-hmm. rich guy and the uh, spunky girl have a fight. And then she's like, "Get out of here! You're not, you don't belong to me." And then he goes back, and then he gets to like. There's always a, a uh, an episode that takes place at the engagement party mm-hmm. of the rich guy and this like. It might be on Cheju Island. Yes. Yeah, they do like a. They go out somewhere <laughs> out of the studio yeah, on or location. Or maybe Fiji or Fiji. Or- yeah, Guam. Yeah. yeah, they love Guam. <laughs> they love Guam. It's it's very close. Yeah. And so there, it's uh the more sterile fiance, the equally rich sterile fiance. Mm-hmm. And the rich guy. And then for some reason, the spunky girl is there maybe as a server? Yeah. <laughs> as waitstaff. As waitstaff. She's a host. Or maybe she's like on a boat because she's a fisherman's daughter. Yeah. And then they see the them across yeah. the way. And then they their eyes lock. Uh-huh. And then he leaves the engagement. Yeah. Runs over. All of a sudden, it's raining. Yeah. <laughs> they stand in the rain. I always loved you. I always loved you. You stupid. But I'm not good enough... Your mom said, fuck my mom. Yeah. Run away with me. And then they kiss in the rain. They mash. They mash. <laughs> she's, she's like, she like closes her eyes yeah. real hard. And he pushes into her. Mm-hmm. And then everyone's wet. Except for, you know, their lips and their mouths. Mm-hmm. And then um, the next shot is of him. Like he's bought her a fancy dress. They're having dinner. And he's like introducing her to like the life. Yes. And then like there's that. And there's like three more episodes of her getting acclimated to it. And then she's like, I don't like it. And then they like have her normal life or something. Yeah. And then you might see like a tag of like the stuffy ex-fiance mm-hmm. like starting her own business. Or like, or like um, doing something for herself. Or maybe even dating like the spunky girl's brother. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the clown. The, yeah, the clown. Who then, makes all the mistakes. Yeah. But like will later in the series make up for it. Yes. Yeah. And he makes her laugh. Yeah, exactly. And she realizes laughter is the best medicine because she does have cancer. <laughs> <laughs> the end. That I mean, we just wrote a very... <laughs> we wrote a K-drama. We wrote adequate K-drama. That's... Like, we, I would have watched 60 episodes of this. <laughs> <laughs> week by week. Two episodes per videotape. That's what I used to do. Yeah. Oh, my God. And it was always like um, the first episode was better than the second episode. The episode, second episode was a filler, and then it would do a cliffhanger. And then the next first episode would fill it in. <laughs> Anyways. Um, all right. Let's move on to our questions. Who do we have today? Uh, who do we have today? All right. Can you, can you give me a second first? <laughs> Take me off the mic. Wait. I have to look for it. I'm just gonna record all this. No, <laughs> take it off. I want them to. I want our listeners to hear your click clacking no. of not having. You knew we we're coming back to the second I segment. I knew, <laughs> and I was literally always doing. <laughs> I know. What were you looking up instead of this question? What were you doing? I was looking at purses. Oh God, where? <laughs> Which purses? I was looking at like a big leather tote. I was. Uh, 
And I need something like that. Okay. I just need, you know, I need like a practical thing that. Carry all your mom stuff around. Yeah. Yeah. Ish. I get it. Because this backpack is too small. Okay. What about this? Okay, we got this one. Um, so this is coming from the internet. <coughs> and this is coming from a person whose sister-in-law, very similar to the question a couple of weeks ago, um, she she's like about to have a uh, – her sister-in-law and her brother are about to have a child, and um, they don't get along. Oh, wait. You're saying this was this is a repeat email? No, okay. it's not. This is different. Okay. But Sounded like an email we recently did. Yes. Yeah. It's very similar, but it's um, more about, like, etiquette regarding Ooh, I love child these. stuff. Okay. What's so, the question? So, how soon after the birth are we allowed to visit the baby? Uh, specifically for my parents, who really stress out the mom. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this sounds like a very typical Korean family. Yeah. Because, <laughs> uh, like, the dad's parents are like, well, we're involved because yes. that's our bloodline. Yes. Ugh. Oh, I wonder if this kid's a boy. Well, um, it depends. It de- uh, they don't, it's, they just got pregnant. Oh, they just got pregnant. Yeah. Uh, so she's just like trying to figure out like that sort of etiquette. What's the etiquette? Well, I, I think it's all on the mom. You have to respect the mom's wishes. You can't just be like storming into the house just because it's your blood, you know, like it's true. It's the mom's house. It's like if your mom would just storm into your house and try to cease soul anytime she wanted. Does she do that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How do you keep boundaries? I wouldn't be able to keep boundaries with my mom, to be honest. My mom, even though like I, I would try to keep boundaries, I would have to let my mom just do whatever she wants. This is the thing. I would say if you have any control, like if you do, if you know that you stress out this a woman and you know that like you know all those things and you for whatever reason can resist Uh that impulse stay out i mean like it sucks but like it is a very stressful time in a woman's life like body wise and like just give me six weeks (laughs) yeah six six weeks weeks. is good yeah six weeks is great yeah what's it what's it like being a new mother within the first six weeks what's it it's a blur it's a blur why is it too painful well, I had Are a you C-section. still in pain? Well, I had a C-section, so yes. Oh my god, yeah. So I couldn't kinda, go up the stairs. That's I major couldn't surgery. Drive. Yeah, and so it's also like this crazy time in which you are literally learning to swim. Like, and everyone can tell you whatever advice, what have you, but like at the end of the day, you're just like literally this person. It's so incredibly um, dependent on you for survival, mm. and it is very intentionally that way. Okay. Like, it's like, it forces you to imprint on each other. Right. You rely on each other for survival. Yeah. And you're like, okay, this person's my savior. Yeah. Because hmm. your child, like... The, you all can't the- have your mother-in-law coming in while you're imprinting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I mean it child might be... Child might a, imprint on someone else. It might be a relief, but if... The thing about it is, at least with a mother-in-law, no matter how close... You, and you could have a... And I have a good relationship with my mother-in-law. Mm-hmm. It's still a guest in your house. Yeah. It's still stress. Yeah, versus like my mom, my, yeah. versus my mom, it was like fine. It doesn't yeah, matter. It's family. It's family. Yeah. And she's, I mean, she's seen me at my worst already. And she's right. seen me nude all the time. Well, yeah, you came out of her. Yeah. Yeah. And like your mother-in-law, in terms of if you're breastfeeding, it's just like, it's a guest. Yeah. It's just more things to not worry about, but like think about. It's just energy, thoughts. You have to pick up that blanket. You have to put this away, <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. So I would, yeah, I would say that, that, like, just consider that in spite of whatever, like, your relationship with her is, like, give her, cut her some slack in the months, in the weeks following a birth. Six weeks. Six weeks. One and a half months. Give it to her. Yeah. After that, I mean, you should at least be able to see the baby, but, like, initially, at least see this child Mm -hmm. that is a part of your family now. But, like, in terms of What, like, immediately? Yeah, of course. Yeah. But I'm saying like the don't go every day. Yeah, yeah, and like give her some space. Yeah, That's unless she weeks. asks for your help. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Six weeks. That sounds good to me. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad I could give parental advice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's it. That's all we got. Oh, okay. Well, we fixed it. 
Nice. <laughs> <laughs> we try to keep our uh, show to under an hour anyway, so this is great. Yeah. Yeah, hope that helps. And email us at ajmashow at gmail.com. <laughs> Shall we move on to Kick-Ass Koreans? Yeah, can I? I have to pee. Oh, let's take a quick break. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're back to Kick-Ass Koreans. <laughs> Kia! I don't know about this Kick-Ass Korean this week. Wait, you don't know about yours? Yeah. Or just the concept of Kick-Ass Koreans? No, concept Kick-Ass Koreans I like. I yeah. mean, it, it truly makes me seek out other Koreans. It and does. by the way, if you guys have other Kick-Ass Koreans you want us to blast out, please let us know at uh, show at gmail.com. Please. And we And then love send us to. a question, too. Send us a question, too. But uh, yeah, we'd love to Wait, hear from you. you. Everything's going great in your life? Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let us fix something that we're not qualified to fix. Come on. Please. We love giving advice. I do. <laughs> All right. So his name is Victor Cha. Mm, you know okay. about him? No, I'm looking at him right now. <sighs> He's the ambassador. He's going to be the ambassador to South Korea. Okay. Trump is appointing him. Um, he was before the Asian American or Asian Affairs uh, ca- uh, Council or Directing. something. Director to the National Security Council mm-hmm. for Bush. Yeah. So, you know, already he has the Bush stank on him, so I'm not into him. Yeah. And already and I'm he his whole idea behind the North Korea situation is why Trump is appointing him. Because he vehemently believes that it should be China's problem. And China should be brokering the like peace, if you will, or you know, talks with US and North Korea. So I get why Trump is pointing because he fits into his narrative completely. Okay, and he's a he's described as having a more hawkish approach to it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So he's in. It's it's a Korean guy in the Trump administration in the White House. So it, it, actually, he's not in the White House. He's an ambassador, but he's working for the administration. So right. Uh, I don't know how I feel. This is like one of those iffy things where I'm like, ah, oh, I want to be rah rah Korea and Korean people and Korean Americans. And he is by in his own um, merit, like he's done a lot and he's a- accomplished a lot. So you know, kudos to him in general. But I don't know if I'm like so excited about him. Yeah, I mean, he's a policy wonk and an academic mm-hmm. who's done well for himself inside of the conservative administrations. I mean, yes, you know, it's. Especially as the North Korean situation becomes more volatile, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it is. It really, yeah, he really just is. Just launched something over Japan today. Yeah. I mean, not today, yes, this yesterday, week. Yeah. yeah. Or the day before, yeah. Sick. It's yeah. just like taunting, nonstop. I mean, there's a part of it that feels like finally it is all coming to a head. What do you think is coming to a head? If you okay, so if you were appointed by Trump, what would yeah. and he was like, Unji Kim, mm. I heard you on Ajima podcast. <laughs> I'd be like, what? <laughs> it was off Andrea Salenzi's Royal Get Y. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here. <laughs> what? But you single Trump? Yeah. <laughs> Melania, know you're listening to that. You know, Melania yeah. don't I talk <laughs> Melania and I don't talk. Um, but if he was like, What should I do about North Korea, Unji Kim? You're the only one who could save us. What should I do? What would you say? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, good I, answer. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I honestly don't. Um, just because the intelligence coming from North Korea is just so much more, so much less concrete than it was during even the Obama and Bush administration. Like it's become incredibly opaque there since. Yeah. Uh, Kim Jong Un came into power, um, and because that actor is so volatile and not rational. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think that having China take accountability for it is going to work. Um, yeah, I, that's a silly thing to assume that's going to happen. And but, South Korea is a very important ally. Yeah. 
I mean, we South Korea doesn't have any. I mean, we have a military base right there, like at their doorstep. And and and, uh, and South Korea doesn't have any large arms aside from like a like a pretty small army because it is the com- implicit understanding that America will go to war, right? If Korea if Korea is in Attacked. danger, yeah, right. And so, I mean, like as someone like who has family there, and like it, it's like a, it's an important thing. Like I would want America to come. To Korea's defense, right? Um, Korea. I don't think Korea. I here's my thought on it: is that I don't think Korea needs America's defense. If they go As to mu- war, no, no, no. If they go to war, of course. Yeah. But I don't think the. I don't think war is imminent on North on South Korea. Yes, you know what I'm saying, and that is a growing movement inside of the government there. Uh, about how um, diplomatic conversation with North Korea needs can happen without America's it should, involvement. It should happen without America. Yeah, that's my that's my gut, and that's you know that's I think the only way America should act in this because the whole point of North Korea being so volatile against the U.S. Mm-hmm. is because of its involvement in the peninsula. I will say that um, I bet that it mirrors Trump's actual ideological stance. You think so? You think Trump Trump wants to get out of there? Yeah. Hmm. Like he want, That's why he wants China to broker this deal. He doesn't think that the Americans should have anything to do with it. Um, the 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 actual treaty and like peace ceasefire, I believe, is entirely contingent upon. Um, America being there. <laughs> like, I think that's actually the protocol. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it would uh, require to have it be a entirely Korean conversation. Because I agree. I think maybe that, that is what it would look like moving forward. I think North Korea all really wants sovereignty. They don't want to be told what to do. As much as the U.S. doesn't want to be told what to do. Sure. That's, I mean, that's really all it is at the end of the day. No one's trying to go to war for that. That just costs both sides. I mean, so it's sort of like what's happening even with. I would say that if we take out the sort of um, actors, like even with Venezuela, for example, like I'm just saying, like these are both situations that are almost humanitarian crises, right? Like people are are dying because of starvation. So if you take that, it's a like, is it? It's sort of like to me. It feels like almost like a Rwanda type situation, where it's our duty to intervene. Is it our duty? I don't know if that is. I would feel hesitant to use the word duty. Yeah. Um. I think as a, I, and that's more just me. I I do feel like, um, a moral type of like, yeah, call to it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't uh, military know. Intervention is a, uh, military intervention is one thing. Yeah. But like people who – people need to eat and need to, people need to feel safety. Sure. And um, both the people in North Korea and Venezuela do not feel that. No. Um, but it's like – but then I understand the sort of like ripple effect and the slippery slope there, right? Like It's just in so world, tied in with money and – American imperialism. imperialism. Yes. 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 So it's like I wish we could untie it, but But, that is a very like yeah. So that that is that is my tentative. So I I don't know. I have no idea. I have no idea. If you ask me, I'd be like, you should be running the country. Stop listening to Ajima. (laughs) (laughs) Talk to this dude, Victor Cha. Yeah. (laughs) I think he's way more qualified. Yeah. I think. I mean, he sounds like he he has experience. So in that way. You know, he's probably one of the better appointees. Yeah, I I think so. But do I really stand behind him as like a kick-ass Korean who's like doing it for us? I don't know. But he was mine today because I wanted to bring up someone that I I might not completely agree with, but is still like representing Koreans on a global scale. That's big on. That's big of you. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I can't see you. You're growing so much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to agree with your politics. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Who do you have today? Um, this week, I'm going to... 
I'm going to talk about Karen O. Um, she is the lead singer of um, a rock band called uh-huh. the Yeah Yeah Yes. Yeah Yeah Yeah. Um, uh, she actually was born in Busan too, and uh, she has a Korean mom and a Polish. The mom. Yeah Yeah Yes, I've heard of them. Yeah, it's a very. I mean, when we were in college, they were like huge. Huge. I don't remember a song off the top of my head. Maps. But, m- maps. Yeah, that's How's like the big. What's the chorus? <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> Okay. All right, that's it. It's something. It's like you know. It's like a. It's a song. It's this song. Oh, I love this song. Yeah. So the lead singer is Korean. Half Korean. Half Korean. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah. She's like tall, beautiful, and fucking rocks. Right. Yeah. Um. And like honestly, she is someone gorgeous, b- gorgeous, mm-hmm. and like fucking rocks was like in that, in a. I mean, like so, Margaret. I've been thinking about this a lot. I think because of the Houston stuff, and like thinking about my parents and immigration and shit like that. Yeah. Um, and there is something to be said for people who are willing to make a way in something when there is no predecessor. Mm. And there's something that like there's no reason that they should even imagine themselves there, but right. they do. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's like us doing comedy, yeah, yeah. I mean, but we, they had Margaret Cho. We had Margaret Cho. Yeah, That's she. Right. There's yeah. nothing. I mean, yeah. there was no. Like my parents would never think about going to the doctor because that's just not a part of their... It's not because... It's the sort of importance of cultural capital inside of these things. Imagine yourself in rooms. That is power. Yeah. And like uh, for her to that's do that. That's gusto. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like that's that sort of stuff where my parents and I like just like I don't even like some shit that I don't even consider. I, sure. I realize that more and more when as I move through sort of like show business and talk to people who come from different backgrounds. Like, like what color your Rolls Royce is going to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or, I mean, it's just like expectations. Rose gold. No, but expectations about success inside sure. of different types of things that I would never imagine myself. Mm-hmm. Or like this expectation that you would be happy in what you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that you would follow a passion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. There's like, that's the reason why I like didn't do this for 10 years. Yeah, me too. Same like, thing. Like, who's happy? Who's happy? No one's happy. Everyone's miserable. Yeah. We're supposed to be miserable. And there was like we that, can't chase our dreams. And that was the, the, the we talk about that in, um, I think that's the second episode of this podcast. Mm. But like, I, even more than that, it's like just my parents. I was thinking about this recently because my parents did not go to a hospital or call an ambulance when my father was having a stroke. That's right. Because they didn't even think about it. No. They went to an acupuncturist. <laughs> and the acupuncturist was like, holy shit, you have to call an ambulance right now. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing here? You don't think it's for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like it sounds crazy, but it's just like that's how powerful that sort of template is. I mean people talk about like – Yeah, representation what? too and seeing yourself – it's the reason why everyone uh, Korean has a dry cleaner. It's because if you don't know the language, then someone you who just does, follow the thing, yeah. Someone who knows the language teaches you how to do it. Mm-hmm. It's the reason, the same reason why like Indian people own Seven Elevens or fucking hotels. It's yeah. like the person before you, whoever the person was that dared to do it. Yeah. And then most people don't dare to do that. Hmm. Don't forge something unknown. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah, because you have to be the first person. You have to be the Lewis or Clark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And or Clark or. Hopefully you have a Pocahontas. Oh no, a Sac- Sacagawea. 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 That's right. Fuck. I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. Not all Native <laughs> Americans. Not all Native Americans. <laughs> but anyway, she's hot. Karen uh, she, O. Yeah, Karen O. And uh, t- she was like incredibly important to me. She's not too much older than us. No, 38. And like it was Go just girl. Yeah, like just in terms of being a fucking Korean and Polish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was just very important to me as a fucking indie kid she moved to Englewood New Jersey when she was young Mm -hmm. that's where my grandfather died Englewood Hospital that's interesting (laughs) we were there at the same time (laughs) well not like our our paths crossed kind of yeah (laughs) that's so dope she's so kick-ass I love that yes she is Karen O keep rocking out all right that's it for kick-ass Koreans this week do you have anything to plug um yeah I'm (gasps) doing uh I do Ah. I'm so excited I 
I'm going to do uh, Skull Mountain tomorrow at 8 o'clock. Ooh. It is a show at the crowd. It is always very fun, very packed, and like a lively audience. I'm going to be going to a, a baby's third birthday party at 4.30 on Sunday. Where is it? Uh, it's going to be at the Little Gym. So okay. if you want to see me <laughs> just out and about. All right. And- <laughs> this is scary. What if someone's like hyper obsessed with you and wants to like stalk you? This is I would. That would be so exciting. You'd be so welcome. To- <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, next week on Friday, I'm doing Strip Joker. That's the show oh, they did. Oh, I'm so excited for that. Friday? Yeah. Oh, maybe I'll come see you before Baby Wine. Oh, next Friday I'll be in LA. Maybe in LA, oh, yeah. Damn it. Okay. But it's also my birthday show. So if you want to come <gasps> out, come Happy support. birthday. Wait, when's your birthday? On the 8th. When? Oh, on the 8th. Yeah. Oh, on my the God. Actual strip, I'm going to miss show. your birthday. And the show. Oh, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm good. Both ways, but I'll be in LA. <laughs> I'll be suffering in my own way. Uh, no, I'm going to be having a fabulous time. Yeah, you're going to be having. You're going to be fine. <laughs> All right. Well, for me, I'm going to be in LA. So if you're in LA, hit me up uh, uh, on the Twitter or whatever. I'm not on Facebook, as you know, but on Instagram, I'll be taking a lot of cute pictures. I'm going to be seeing my friends, Benda, fan of the show, and friends. Woo! Gonna be having hi, dinner. Benda. I'm, hi, Benda. We're gonna be having dinner, and I'm so excited for that. I'm gonna see some other friends as well. So uh, keep doing the good work, and hey, hey, we're here hanging in, and we're here for you. So if you have any questions, or if you have any other kick-ass Koreans you want us to reach out to, or, blast or if you want to book us on a show, that's <laughs> yeah, we're here, or you know, pay money for this show, yeah, <laughs> this free show that you probably have <laughs> on the background while you do dishes and you barely listen to. So thank you for doing that. We love you guys. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Post loudness. Audio.